I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. It's the time of the week again. <laughs> seventh episode of that, and I just don't have with me Ashley Dior Jones today. Hello. Hello. Best episode yet. So excited. <laughs> yeah. By far. And also, we're going to also have Tyler joining in a couple of minutes, hopefully. But we also have the man of the man, of every man, of every show, the producer himself. And is also joining us today for giving his opinion because he's also watching the show. He knows it in and out. Our man, Ryan Nilsson in the house. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yes, Ryan in the booth is in the panel today, I love this show so much. I've been, I've been slowly keeping up each week, slowly catching up, and I just happened to like figure it out this week where I could watch it beforehand. And right. oh my god, guys, just a quick thing. This is probably my favorite show on TV. It's so underrated. I absolutely love it. Everyone is sleeping on devs, and I'm so happy to be talking about this episode. Exactly. That's so interesting that you say that. Why is this show so underrated? We're definitely going to talk about that in a second. But what I also wanted to talk about, obviously, is that we just found out in the very beginning that Katie and Forrest definitely know the future for a fact, right? We know that now as a fact. We're going to talk all about it. We see Katie turning kind of into like a serial killer almost, right? She's just <laughs> doing it. She just lets people die. Lyndon is just jumping off the cliff and there, there oh. she is gone oh. but we also gonna talk about our favorite guy obviously right the homeless guy pete is back in the building and he saves the whole show obviously because without him lily would be gone right oh. so and, yeah hey let's start from the very beginning guys we have a lot to talk about right but let's start from the very very beginning because i wanted to get your opinion on the first couple of seconds because i was totally lost i was like what is going on here? Where are these sounds coming from? Oh, yeah. Why are we communicating mm-hmm. or something like that? Ashley, what do you what did you think about that? I didn't I didn't know what was going on. I was like, are they introducing new characters this far in the season? I was like shocked. Like, who is this woman? Like, what? Wh- why is she here? What's happening? Well, um, but I'm glad they tied it in at the end. Exactly. And Ryan, what about you, the well, expert? So I was uh, expert. I don't know. I think <laughs> we're all just on we're all just on the same the same ride here with this show. I so yeah, they were saying an interesting phrase, something about like if I had a bruise, would I have to squeeze it to get some blood out? Like they just kept replaying That's that over right. and over again. I don't know what that means. It was almost like proving that you have something. Um, but I'm, yes, I think those are flashbacks to to cavemen in the past, and yeah. the first yep. scene we go to is with. Uh, at devs, them checking out the past, like they they cracked the code. Uh, That's right. So I think that was them kind of. It was an artistic way of them showing history, but I don't yeah. know what. The, I still I'm a little confused on what those those phrases yeah. meant or symbolized. Mm-hmm. Same thing. I felt like it was kind of a phrase for the overall show, probably the kind of meaning of the overall show. That's what I felt. But anyway, but the thing at the beginning is when I heard the sounds and I saw the case and the, the people from back in the days, I was like, okay, we know about that. They definitely can look into the past. So I had a feeling it might be that, but I really find it a very interesting style to open up the episode because it was completely out of the blue, completely unexpected, especially leaving from last episode, getting into this kind of scenario. So that was really cool. And then coming from that, we go right into also the scene with Forrest and Katie. 
right? And we see that Katie even watches Forrest Pass. So she knows everything, basically, even about Forrest Pass, right? Which is not really a surprise because I always believe now that Katie knows a lot more than anyone else, even more than Forrest. She's telling, mm -hmm. she's, she knows more than anyone. She's not even telling Forrest the whole truth, what she knows. I mean, Ashley, how do you feel about the dynamics right now between Katie and Forrest watching them right now? How does you feel about that? Well, I was curious as to why she was watching his, like, the multiverse of his family. Like, he wasn't even there. Like, usually it's just Forrest, like, watching and going back to this, but she was doing it solo. So I was like, yeah. is she so intertwined in his world that, like, you know, like, I don't know. I didn't really, I didn't really know how to take it because I was like, why is she looking at his multiverse or past when she could be like looking at her own i was just i was i was confused by why she was digging into that i totally agree i mean ryan what did you think why why did she do that why why was she checking out forest past so much and knows all about it uh and we were talking about for, we're with katie right or... yeah we're talking about katie when she's basically in the in the bedroom and out of a sudden she looks to the bed all right see basically the, the wife of Forrest or the, the, the girlfriend or yeah. whatever from back in the days with the kids playing and reading books and stuff like that. Why I, does she know all that? I think it's a, well, they're, you know, an item <laughs> right now. And mm -hmm. I think she's just having that understanding of what Forrest's drive is. You know, I think in the episode last week, uh, Lily asked her, like, why are you dating someone? Why are you, why are you with Forrest? And she said, you know, he's, he's a little vulnerable. He's weak. And I, I like him and I can... I can help him. So I, I think she's just trying to get a better understanding of after what he's after and maybe to even feel what he is feeling. I, I get yeah. this sense that she lacks, even though what he's feeling is terrible. It's despair. It's so sad. Like yeah. he, she, I think longs to have been connected to someone as closely as he was to his daughter and his wife. And uh, right. I think she almost is like yearning to have a similar feeling, even though it's yeah. so sad. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's deep. I appreciate, appreciate that you say that. I mean, I'm not really sure about Katie yet, about her character and who she really is. Sometimes I feel like, well, she's so power driven in a way. She comes across like a, like a woman who wants to have a lot of power. She wants to know about the past mm -hmm. and the future, obviously. She really likes to be in that position. And then I'm also thinking, is she just using like Forrest to her advantage to be in that position? Or is she really feeling something for him as a, like a relationship or like a couple, right? I'm not really sure yeah. about that. So just to get your opinion on that, do you really think that she has feelings for Forrest, Ashley? I think she definitely does. I think she's super attracted to intellect and Forrest is definitely a smart guy. I mean, look at what he created. Um, so I think she's she's definitely into him. And and when you're in relationships, you want to be with someone who gets you. And I feel like she thinks that Forrest kind of gets her. So, like, it makes sense. Brian, what about you? I think that she definitely is in love with Forrest for the reasons we were just kind of explaining. I think that they each represent a unique aspect of devs and what the, the they're using with this technology like she from what i gather has looked at all the future she possibly can whereas forest has looked at little to none of it but i get but i think she has looked at some because even when she's leaving the house forest is like oh yeah you remember linden's in your car or mm -hmm. you know, the whole linden mm -hmm. thing like he casually mm -hmm. throws it out there like by the way remember like linden's gonna be in your car and uh, she's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they know how it all plays out. And 
so that's what's kind of interesting. There's like this little overlap, I think, when it comes to each other. But for the most part, Forrest stays away from the future and she's all in on it. Yeah, for sure. And I'm, I'm really, I totally appreciate what you just said because I'm still not sure if Forrest really understands how it all works and if he's really completely fully aware of what thefts can really do. Because then we're going to talk about that in the next couple of minutes. But what I just also wanted to point out, coming back to Forrest's past, which I found very interesting, and it's basically now we have the fact that Forrest wanted to talk to his wife on the phone, right, while she was driving. And she even told him on the phone while she was driving, hey, I don't like doing that while I'm driving. I don't want to be on the phone call, which really shows that, that he was really kind of the reason why this accident kind of happened, right? I mean, there could be a lot of reasons, but I think she couldn't really focus on the street. That's how I feel about it. And then out of a sudden, a car comes and crashes and boom, and, and she's dying, the kid is dying. And now he feels guilty, obviously, because he wanted to have that phone call. I mean, actually... Right, that's exactly how I felt about it. Did no, you right, feel yeah. the same way, or what was your opinion about that? I mean, it, it makes it makes perfect sense. Um, I honestly didn't initially think of it that way, but now mm -hmm. when you're saying that, I mean, why else would he be feeling like? I mean, I'm sure he would feel awful, but like it seems to have really just eaten him alive. Kind yeah. of um, the sadness of what happened. So if he felt that he had something to do with it, I think that's just that's what probably pushed him over the edge but yeah i never thought of it that way maybe he feels responsible yeah, yeah. that's just, i feel the same way ryan what did you feel about it when you watched the scene where he basically told his wife hey i want to talk to you right now we can do it right now while you drive yeah I, th I definitely think he feels guilty for he he, yeah. he f takes some of the responsibility for what happened to them but i also think right. it, it falls into what they were saying last week there was that really interesting conversation about how every action has a reaction nothing is yeah. random on a scientific level of speaking in that right. um just you, you can trace back everything to like an action and yeah. reaction mm -hmm. so one of the actions he did was choose to remain on the phone which distracted her mm -hmm. and the reaction was the car got hit so that's right he it's 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 sad and i think that that's i think that's the big the big issue um and it just raises a lot of questions where, like, all right, what does he think he can actually do to change it? That's right. Yeah. I mean, I, I still believe that's a very good question, Brian, by the way. I still believe that he thinks at some point he can just bring her, his wife and his kid back to life. I think that's that's the main idea why he did all that. That's still what I'm thinking, right? But now what I also wanted to talk about, which is very interesting, we have a scene or scenario which is further down the line, but we also have a scene before where everyone is basically in the same room, like at Devs, right, except Katie and Forrest, and out of a sudden they see it. They predict mm -hmm. the future even with the picture. You can see everything. It's just delayed by a millisecond. So as soon as they said something, it was already shown on screen a millisecond before, which is terrifying mm -hmm. in a way, right? If you really think mm -hmm. about that. I mean, put yourself mm -hmm. in the same position. You are in front of a screen, and the screen is already showing you what you're going to do no, the next month. I can't. I can't. I don't want to do that. That's, that's, I mean, Ryan, I mean, that, that was a crazy moment. This right? was the craziest this was the, I was probably the most unique scene this entire episode for me because yeah on the one hand you think okay so it was like I think two seconds ahead from what I could gather mm. or maybe it was a second ahead and you would yeah. hear them say what the heck and then they would say what the heck and my, yeah. so as a viewer I was thinking well if they see what they're about to say can't they okay. just consciously not do that and I think what Good we point. learned this whole episode, this was kind of like the whole, the whole episode, the lesson, 
is no, uh, at least from what we can gather. And I think that that even goes to the point of last week, Katie was telling Lily, like, you're going to end up at Devs. And then she's like, That's I'm right. going to mess up their whole plan. And then we, but we see at Devs, no, that yeah. is their immediate reaction. And yeah. I, I don't know. I, I think the way the dialogue was not, I'm not going to say convenient, but it was unique in that if I saw myself saying like a surprise phrase, I might just instinctually say that same phrase. So right. I, this was the most like mind F moment I feel for the whole episode because. Oh, for sure. It, mm-hmm. Yeah. It I was, never... it, it was, no, sorry. I didn't want to interrupt, but it was beautifully shot. Even I felt like that was so great to see the actor standing in front of the screen. Then you have him in the background on the screen and doing just the same thing, just a millisecond or a second mm-hmm. before he actually does it. And you're right, Ryan. I mean, I'm just thinking, are you just so surprised by this that you just like subconsciously just do what you always would do in the next second. So that's why you can't really control the situation and you just do what's going to happen in the future anyway. Mm -hmm. So that's really something I'm still figuring out because what I wanted to mention is taking that situation. And I want to actually, I want to talk to you about that. When we come to the situation that Katie gets into the car, she already knows, by the way, obviously that Lyndon is in the bag of the car because Mm -hmm. Forrest and Katie know the future, right? As we just found Mm -hmm. out, they know everything. So Lyndon is in the car. They know both. They know it. And then they're driving up to this one place that Lyndon is basically even suggesting. They say, hey, we're going to meet there. Let's go outside and just talk a little bit. And Mm -hmm. I just wanted to ask you, Ashley, and also Ryan after it. It feels like Katie knows everything that's going to happen. Every step on the way, she knows every millisecond what people are going to say, how they react, obviously. So I'm Mm -hmm. just thinking, if Katie wouldn't have seen the future, wouldn't she have said what she said right next to Lyndon, which makes Lyndon like basically going over the rail and just jumping, or not even jumping, but basically losing the balance? Would she have done that if she wouldn't have known what she would have said in the future you know what i'm talking about that's that's what that's what bothers me so much is is that she knew what was going to happen and she did nothing to stop it and it's not like she couldn't stop it you know yeah i mean i just feel like she had all the power in the world to change that outcome but she just yeah. I just felt like she was like oh well this is just how it's gonna be so this is how it's yeah. gonna be and I'm not I mean I can see the future and like mess with it but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna yeah. do anything to you know yeah. and I was just like what kind of person are you like That's you right. knew that That's this right. was gonna happen you put this little boy in this predicament you That's knew right. he was gonna die and okay. I just, I just felt like, why didn't she, why didn't she help him? Like, why, where did her, why did, why was the humanity not in I, her to stop this from happening? That's why I was so upset with her in this episode. I was like, you could have stopped it and you didn't. That's interesting because I just, I'm right. I'm coming to you in a second, but I just wanted to answer it. I just feel like that Katie is so excited to even find out if it's working. Is it working? What I saw, is it going to happen? So I just let it happen because I just want to know if it works. I don't care about her life. I just want to know if everything works that I figured out myself and I saw. I think that's basically the main thing. But Ryan, coming back to you, I want to ask you one more time from a different perspective because I'm thinking if you watch your own future and you kind of know already what you're going to say to certain people, doesn't that influence you in the first place? Right. So that you that you obviously say that thing because you saw it already. You're so right, bringing yeah. me back question hey that's if you wouldn't have seen that 
would you still have said that? Would it that? have changed? Yeah. Would it, would it? Would my free will have changed what I saw to happen? It's such a exactly. hard thing. That's that's what's making the show simultaneously brilliant and immensely confusing because <laughs> it's hard to, to wrap your mind around. I what I was so impressed by was I I could wrap my head around it. I I, I did understand it because not, you're on paper you're assuming that she would try to save him however the thing is you have to take into like what her personal motives are and she mm-hmm. the conversation probably was always supposed to be like that because in she was always supposed to look into the future and since she was always supposed to look into the future and see what was going to happen that triggers this conversation it it's all action reaction so for her to not have done that she wouldn't she she was always going to do that because she looked into the future so and the reason she still ended up doing that this could sound wild the reason she ended up doing that was because Lyndon the way she phrased it so uh, interestingly was there's different timelines or different uh, multiverses where hey you balance on there and you you don't fall and then there's somewhere you do fall what was a little sadistic was she absolutely knew he was going to fall and then the way they showed it um and the filmmaking is that he fell like every time right. i don't think there were scenarios where mm-hmm. he didn't fall so so that's mm-hmm. what is the biggest kind of reveal for yeah. me was there was no chance whatsoever right. that he was going to stay balanced he always fell so yeah. that's right I, and that's I what, hear that that for me was the thing where it wasn't like a oh, what's going to happen? We'll see. It was, he always was going to fall in every timeline he would fall. And that was just her yeah. way of getting rid of Lyndon in a manner of speaking. That, that, oh, that's right. So, it's, that, so is it like, she's just, so she, it's just who she is. Like, it's just who Katie is as a person that wouldn't allow, like she, it, she never, she was never going to save him. Like that thought right. never even came into her mind. Cause that's just not who she is. I think it works on multiple levels and it's very, this is the most complicated thing ever. But the way the show presented it before we saw the outcome of if he would fall or not is that it could go one of two ways. One way, he stays balanced and he's brought back into devs. The other way, he falls and dies. When in all actuality, she knew the whole time there was only one outcome. So, That's right. And then her, in- her in- internal motive was to just get rid of him to begin with. So she used oh, yeah. the, she used the idea of science to get to convince oh, him to do it. It's so interesting. That kills me. Yeah, it's it is it is that kind of interesting. It, it is kind of interesting because I think she knew from the beginning that what she's going to tell Lyndon is going to convince Lyndon anyway because Lyndon is a scientist too in a way. So she like well he kind of likes that stuff, right? Yeah. But it's it's I mean we can talk about it forever guys at home if you're watching us right now, please let us know what you think, right? Was Katie kind of influenced by her own future that she said that? Or would she have said that anyway? And it's, you know, it's kind of, even that question is already crazy to answer. Anyway, so I just put it out there, right? If you have an idea, let us know. But I want to move on to also like a situation that we've never seen before. And that was really great to see that Stuart out of a sudden just got out of it. He was, he, he was not really following anymore. The scene where Forrest comes back to the Devs department, Stuart is standing outside. You know, it's talking about, he's even saying a poem, like, mm-hmm. and he's very, he's very philosophical in a way, but he just said something, the bottom line is, we just ignored you, Forrest, 
because we know it's wor it was working and we just wanted to make it work. So we just followed Lyndon's um, like work that she or he already done. And we just wanted to finish it because we know it's working. And you basically sabotaged us all, all, almost. So Ashley, what did you think about this moment? So did, he, well, did Forrest really try doing that? Well, I thought I thought um, the monologue that um, Stuart gave was really interesting. And I was like, what is this about? So I Googled it and it's apparently, well, it's actually from a poet, Philip Larkin. And basically mm -hmm. the poem is about like death and how you can't right. escape death. You know, that was kind of, that's what the whole thing was about. Um, and I thought it was interesting that Stuart was like, look, these, you guys have all this power over the future, but you don't even know your past. Like you don't even know like who this is, like how... Like, how dare you? I felt like, yeah. I felt like Stuart was really I'm just upset about a lot of things. But I mean, I was just, I have so many feelings and so many emotions. Like, I can't even describe all of them, but yeah. it's just wild. I wanted to throw this out there. I just thought of this, like, right now. Um, so it, back to that whole thing with Forrest and Katie. Katie's seen the future, and Forrest mm. tends not to. But I think he has looked a few times. So if you He did, for sure. So if you trace back when Lyndon got fired, Forrest fires Lyndon because I think he yeah. was trying to prevent what maybe ultimately happened. But what he didn't know was that he was ultimately probably causing it. Uh, because oh. if because say, for example, if Lyndon stayed, which he never was going to ever, um, th that that would have ultimately happened. Um, but that But that was never even a scenario. So I think like... You're right. That poem is almost a metaphor for the whole episode because it's like humans are, we're terrified of walking towards our guaranteed death. And mm -hmm. so that poem is basically about Lyndon and about maybe the rest of the characters. For but, sure. You know, but it's interesting what you say, Ryan. So do you think that Forrest was almost working against himself? Because at the end of the day, Lyndon already figured it out a couple episodes before how you should do it to really see a full like really 100% picture of the future or even past so that you can really trace it and really track it and now as we see Stuart and everyone they just ignored him and just made it work out of a sudden now it works so yeah if that's the case why would Forrest do that is he just scared or something I mean what what is it I think so what I was kind of alluding to with the whole Forrest Linden thing is there might be multiple there's different outcomes in different realities right it's a complicated yeah. idea, but I from what <laughs> we saw, every single outcome for Lyndon was falling off that bridge. Right. Every single one. Unlike the car accident with Forrest's daughter, where no, there were, yeah. they showed it. There were multiple times where like it, it nicked the front of the car. It just mm -hmm. missed the car. They braked early. Whereas yeah. with Lyndon, he was always going to fall off that, that bridge or that, uh, that dam. So, that, yeah, I think he. I think he does. That was him trying to maybe prevent the inevitable, but it was always going to happen. So, does that answer your question? <laughs> I mean, no, no, no. I appreciate that, but thank you so much. But also, Ashley, I mean, what, what do you think? Because I'm always thinking, if I'm a dad, if, if I would be a husband and a dad, and now all of a sudden my family is gone, and because I feel like, oh my god, because I had a phone call with her while she was driving, and as we saw before, we saw the mouse coming to life again, which was kind of an indication. Hey, they can probably make people become alive again or become someone again, yeah. right? So. If that's the situation and they would be able to do that as we thought, why would he fight that? Why would he fight the deaf department getting to the stage where they are now if, if that would be the solution for his for his problem? 
I just think, I think he knew that it would end bad. And I think it's interesting how like moving into the next kind of scene when Lily and Jamie are in their apartment and they're like, she's like, we're just going to stay here and it's going to ruin it all. But, you know, come to find out there's no way she could have possibly stayed in that apartment for the rest. You know, there was no, it was completely inevitable that she was going to leave because of situations that happened before that led to this, you know, it's just, it's just like, yeah, it's a lot for me. (laughs) I mean, guys at home, everyone we know it's, it's a little complicated. If you guys follow the show, you probably have a feeling for it already, but it's, it's so interesting because it's, I don't know, you can just like talk about it forever. So, um, but you mentioned something already, Ashley, and wanted to talk about that even more because, you know, the guy's back, you know, our homeless guy, Pete comes back into frame and he's basically saving Lily's life. Right. Canton comes in out of the blue. Canton, as we know, saw all of them before sitting in his car, observing everything. Right. And now thinking, hey, they are working together against Mm -hmm. me. So I have to do something. So he comes to Lily's uh, Jamie's apartment. And oh, my God, I felt so bad. So, so sorry about Jamie. This good guy. Was this not the most intense scene of like the entire year? (laughs) It was, it might, you know, the funny thing is, it was a very intense scene, but the music was so light. <laughs> the music, dude, the song, by the way, I was, okay, so when I was oh watching, I was like shazamming it on my phone, and I got Are you it. Kidding? I got wow, the song, and then, but what, what was it? so genius about that choice was it got you so comfortable. I felt the the cooking, I felt the lemon in the water. I was, I, I felt know. like I was sleeping in on a Sunday. It, like, it, it, it almost felt comfortable seeing Jamie dying. Sorry to say, but you know no, that that put me into a shock. I, I know I, my I know. heart started racing. Like I, I you know, know. it's you know that it's was... so weird. It's like when Kenton was when he was strangling Lily. I knew that I knew that someone was going to come and save her. I just knew it was going to happen, and I was like, "Who's right. going to come and save her?" And I was like, "It's going to be the homeless guy." Like, oh, I you knew? knew it. I knew oh. it. You know, like I knew it in my bones. So I, wow. I don't know. It goes back to like, is the future real? I don't know. It's just a lot. But I knew he was going to come and save her. I did not know that he would be speaking in Russian. Yeah, that's crazy. That was the crazy. I mean, for me personally, the craziest twist. I've, I've, I haven't expected that at all. Oh, so Seriously. Be- because the thing is, they made it so well because he was always talking American English, right? So you could never think that he could speak any Russian or as part of the a spy organization or whatever. So um, coming to this scenario, coming to this whole scene, now it makes a little more sense why Pete was always sitting outside, obviously, right? As he's mm. explaining, he was observing and he was even trying to save Sergei. So he yeah. came to, to basically protect him and just observe Sergei. And now he says something very important, which also takes us to episode eight, I guess. But he says, you know what? What I just did right now, saving your life, that was just a choice I made. Right. That wasn't something that was discussed before. That wasn't really my task to come here and do that. But I just felt you're so generous. You're like a good person. I had to do it. I mean, Ryan, when he said that, I felt like it's not just Lily in trouble. I think also Pete is in trouble. <laughs> yeah. I. Well, okay. That whole entire twist is amazing, first off. I. Yeah. I wish I was on the after show before that because I, I I had that thought that he was p- potentially Russian, but I did not, for a second, think that he had orders to just like keep an eye on her. I thought, oh, like now that you know Sergey's gone, like that that option's out the window. That can't possibly. But no, so he was. It wasn't protect her. It was watch her. 
so that that was a really interesting detail meaning there's pro that that organization is still kind of involved in all this um, right which so i'm interested to see where that goes but yeah the scene where he just lays it down is like you have two options one you can fly to hong kong and your life is over <laughs> from what from it's yeah. never the same like you're in hong kong forever you can never come back or right. you can go to the CIA and do years of interviews to try and sort this out, which would be a long, arduous process. And I was like, oh, of course she does the third option that was told her the Neither. day before. <laughs> yeah. That was, honestly, guys, Ashley, well, thank you so much for mentioning it, Ryan. I wanted to talk about that anyway. Ashley, why do you think she did that now at the end? I mean, we remember that scene. She's in the bedroom. She sees the weapon on the floor, right? Right mm -hmm. next to Jamie, who's obviously, mm -hmm. you know, unfortunately dead. Yeah. Why She's not, is she deciding to do Lily, that? Lily is not a quitter. Like, if there's anything we've learned from this girl, she is a rider. Like, nothing is going to stop her. Nothing is going to scare her. She is going to finish it. She's going to figure out who killed her boyfriend. She's, and she's going to get them. Like, she, nothing will stop this woman. She is and so, awesome. <laughs> yeah, she's, she's like, she's, she's the best. Like, nothing is going to get in the, in the way of what she wants. And she's going to do whatever she can do to, you know, to get to where she needs to be. But she's no quitter. But do you think she also does that because she still has hope that she can sell it, save herself and her own life, Brian? Do you think that's also one of the... Because why would you do that in this situation? Seriously, because your your new friend, let's say new boyfriend now is that too. Sergey died already at the very beginning. And you just have yourself right now. And you just want to make sure that you survive and have your own life. So why do you decide to take the weapon, go back to the death department instead of flying out to Hong Kong or whatever? You know, just why would you do that? I think, I think, well, it's, it's exactly this. It's because the two options he gave her, Hong Kong or CIA, which... We've kind of been down the police road a little bit with this whole situation, and it just hasn't gone well. Um, so her only option is to go to devs because she knows – this was the, the flip of the switch where, like, she had this whole plan. I'm going to ruin their plan. They think I, have to, I end up there tomorrow. Like, no way. And after all this happens, she realizes, okay, yeah, I, I'm going to go to right. devs. So – I understand that decision right. because those two other options are not appealing whatsoever. She doesn't know what the outcome will be going to devs. And it's almost yeah. like it's a whole it's twist right. on the show where everyone wants to know what's going to happen. She's going down the road where she has no idea what's going to happen. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, it's a lot. It's, 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 it's really interesting. And I feel like they've been, this is such a brilliant crescendo of a show where it has set the table beautifully for an incredible finale. Yeah. Like, not uh, only was this episode uh, oh, incredible, yeah. but it was also a setup episode for something amazing. Right. I know. I know. Like, Ben, I do you have any, I, what do you have next any guess what's going to happen? I have no idea what's going to happen. I do. I have a guess. I mean, okay, Ashley, please, ladies first. I, oh, I'm my gosh. About it. <laughs> so I think I think Lily is going to go in there. She'll be behind them. Like, Katie and Forrest won't be able to see her, and she'll shoot them both in the head. And that's why they couldn't see the future, because they died. That was straight to the point. Oh, I appreciate wow. that. Okay. That's, a that's, really, that's actually a really good prediction. That's why. Wow. That's why they don't know what's going to happen next, because they both die. At least that's what I hope. Oh, that, but that that but that 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 would mean though that Forrest and Katie already know now that they're gonna die. 
Well, not necessarily. Right. Not necessarily because. What do you mean? Because, because they know Lily is coming anyway. They know Lily ends up there, but no, because remember all that they, they shared with her. So Katie told her that we know on this day, at this time, at this second, you go to devs and then the laws You're of right. science and nature change from what we saw. That's right. But we don't know as the audience whether that pertains for everyone or for just right, them. Right, or just them. So I think what Ashley was saying is like, they can't see what's past that day because they don't exist past that day, maybe. But I don't know. Well, they, they, they don't exist. Oh, I if see. If they die, if that's I what happens. See. Oh, okay. Which what would do you be guys think? Well, which would be an indication, though, that if, if they don't know what's going to happen after they die, that means to them already, okay, if we don't know what's going to happen after when she comes in, means to us we're going to die anyway because we don't know what's going to happen. It's, you know, that's just – yeah. you know what I'm saying? So it, It's the question of, like, she, didn't she say at this day and this second there was just static? So we don't know what that means. Like, that's the, the question. It's like, what is the static? Like, what – does that pertain for everyone's future, just theirs? Because we know they can see yeah. everyone's past, but right. they really can only see their own future from what we've yeah. been shown. I, it's so right. complicated. <laughs> Guys, but I love it. I love it. I could I could talk forever, but um, I definitely don't know what's going to happen. I just have a feeling from my prediction perspective, I feel like Pete is not gone yet. I think Pete is coming back somehow. I think I, I can't really see that he's just walking out the room and he's just gone. So, uh, which also brings me to our special segment that we definitely want to talk about for a couple of minutes. It is MVP. And of course, the MVP of today and this week is, of course, Pete, because he saved yeah. the show, right? Pete, and Pete. Lily, therefore, saved the show. And I just wanted to point that out. What's so funny about this guy is because they always showed him in the very like almost comedic way, right? Remember that scene when he's outside in the park and he's just dancing and doing his kind of moves mm -hmm. and stuff like that. And then out of a sudden, he saves her life. So mm -hmm. Ashley, how do you feel about the character Pete overall? Oh my gosh, I love Pete. And we I've loved Pete from the beginning, but I really fell in love with Pete when he ran into Kenton and he was like, I'm not scared of you. And Kenton's like, yeah, and I don't understand why not. So then I was like, oh, he's like, some, there's something really special about this guy. So I was just so thankful he was there in the nick of, nick of time. Totally. And Ryan, what I wanted to ask you, it, was it kind of a surprise for you that the whole show and the creator, Alex Garland, waited so long to really let Pete do something really, like, significant? I mean, I... Look, it's it's like I'm playing Monday morning quarterback. Like, I... I I can pretend like I knew. I didn't know all of it, but I, I definitely knew he played a bigger part in the story because just because of the screen time. You don't yeah. give someone that much screen time. I actually thought for a while, you know, we live in California. There's a homeless issue here. I thought yeah. they were making some kind of commentary on like, hey, you know, there's so many shows that take place in L.A. and San Francisco and they don't show any homeless right. people. And um, I thought they were making a commentary on that, which I think they oh. successfully pulled off while simultaneously providing – one of the biggest TV twists I've ever seen. Right. That's a very interesting point. I've never thought about that. You kind of have a, kind of a combination with LA. Yeah, that's, that's a very good point. So yeah, for me personally, I just like the way how they built his character arc. 
because coming as this homeless guy asking for money, right? You you basically at the beginning you thought he's just a guy living on the street asking for money, right? And of course he knows Lily because he's doing that for years, sitting in front of the same building. So that was not really something I really paid a lot of attention to. I just liked his character because he was so much straight to the point. And he just asked for stuff just because he needed to in a way. That's what he makes and, us and, think. And he says you're brave. Like he yeah, he like confirmed. We've heard so many people say like, "Oh, she's so resilient. She's so she's smarter than she looks." Yeah. Like he was, he literally articulated, "Like I've noticed. I'm. I see you every day. Like you are yeah. brave, and like I had to see." I mean, because of that. God. you know, the interesting thing about Pete for me is he was basically an actor as an actor. You know, he basically played the role as a homeless guy on that show to just basically hide his his real identity, obviously. So that was beautiful. I think he did a very good job with that, you know, because he definitely made me think he's just this kind of. Obviously didn't see that twist coming myself. So, um, yeah, before we come to an end, guys, actually, you said it a little bit already. So I want to talk to Ryan for a minute. What do you really think episode eight is going to be about? Oh, my gosh, I. <laughs> it's been a minute since I've been this excited for a finale of something. I, I think the reason I'm so excited is because I have little to no idea what's going to happen. And, you know, I feel differently about a lot of series finales. Sometimes I get really excited for something because I know blank is going to happen. Like, I'm a big Star Wars fan. I'm watching this Rebels show, or this Clone Wars show, and I know something that's yeah. involved in the finale, and I'm excited about it. This, I'm almost more excited for because I have little to no idea what to expect. They've... And that's what's been so incredible right. about this show is it's really been this full-on culmination of it ended at the perfect beat. Like, she's about to walk in, and that is what everything's been building up for. We've seen every all these other characters in this right. facility, and now she's going in, and right. something legendary is going to happen. Right. So my prediction I is, I think, I love your shooting prediction. I think my prediction is she is going to... <laughs> She's going to end the world. <laughs> I think that's my prediction. Oh. I don't know how. I have no idea how. Wow, but... that's 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 deep shit. That's deep shit. That's deep shit. Um, but Ashley, I thought you. I've had a. That's cheap, exactly. I actually had a feeling you wanted to say something. I, I nope. saw you breathing in. Oh, really? Okay. No, I, I wanted to I, share something. You guys know what I think is going to happen next week. So oh, that's right. You said see. it already. <laughs> and honestly, guys, I'm I'm coming back to the same thing that I'm already saying for seven episodes, no, six, and now for the seventh time. I say it again. I still believe that Sergey is alive, and I still believe that this guy is coming back next episode Dude, and is saving right, Lily. If you're right about this, <laughs> from I will, doing that, I will eat like you hot probably sauce think. Ryan, you, you, Ryan, your mic is off. Oh, is it? Thank you so much, right? But before Ryan Nelson on Twitter at Ryan Nelson on Instagram. Uh, Star Wars news every Thursday at 4 p.m. I'll Vita Zen. Is that German for goodbye? I, I don't know. <laughs> oh, wow. That's, 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 that's sehr gut. That's sehr, sehr gut. Sehr gut. And where, they, where can they find you, Ben? But anyway, guys. Yeah, you can also find me on Instagram, um, Twitter, and Facebook. It's at Benjamin Schnau, S-C-H-N-A-U. And guys, by the way, at home, please tell us your predictions for the, the last episode next week. We definitely want to know because... Anything is possible, right? So let us know. Stay safe and healthy, guys, at home. I know we're still at home. We're making it work. we we'll see you next week, same time, same location. Check it out. Bye, guys.
Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.